0: Hey, everyone. Emily Abadi here. You are listening to 5-Minute Friday from Hurdle. I cannot believe this is the last 5-Minute Friday as a part of Season 6. We're taking a week-long break, but coming back come September 13th in a really, really big way with a lot of really exciting news and Things that I know you as a hurdler are going to be really amped about that we've been working really hard on behind the scenes. Huge, huge kudos to my assistant, the wonderful Chelsea, for helping me, gosh, sort through all of the madness that goes on in my mind. (laughs) I would be remiss if today's five-minute Friday wasn't about the what felt like apocalypse that I experienced yesterday, which was traversing my way home from the U.S. Open in Queens to my apartment in Brooklyn. So I'm sure you, if you are listening to this, you uh, heard the news, if you're not based in the Northeast, that we got clobbered, like absolutely clobbered with the remnants of what was Hurricane Ida here on Wednesday evening. And so... I was at the U.S. Open uh, when this really started to come down. Uh, thankfully, Arthur Ashe Stadium, I was there to watch Sloane Stevens. She was amazing. Uh, when I was there, the there's a roof on Arthur Ashe, so that was a non-issue. But as we're sitting watching the tennis matches, it was crazy because you thought like that low, dull rumbling noise could be like an Air condition, like a large, I don't know, air filtration, air conditioning situation, but it's really just like sheets of water hitting the dome at the US Open. And so when my friend and I go to leave the stadium, it is just buckets, like sheets of water. And we look at each other and we're like, literally there's no point in opening an umbrella because we're just going to get soaked. I'm wearing like a full length maxi Nike skirt that no, like that seriously was just drenched. We started, we at different points getting to the car, like we were wading through water that was up to like at least mid calf height in a parking lot. Like literally I've never seen anything like this. At all. So once we start driving, we wait for it to die down what seems like a little bit. At one point, uh, we were listening to this radio station, 1010 Ten Winds, and on 1010 Ten Winds, they said that the rain was coming down at three inches an hour at one point. So I think by the time we started driving, it was more like one inch an hour. And we started to make our way uh back toward my apartment in Brooklyn. And I again, it looked like the apocalypse. There were cars driving every which way. So many roads were—they uh, weren't actually like closed. They were just flooded. And you would see a car down go down one way and then um, go to turn around and come back another way. There were cars making U turns absolutely everywhere. Uh, but some cars trying to make it through like super deep water and then they'd get stuck. And so. It was, it was nuts. And I tell you all this, uh, not just to share this experience with uh, a ton of people on the internet, but more so because this was a prime example of me feeling as though the mindfulness that I've been integrating into my routine was really paying off in that I, gosh, was I nervous as hell? Yes. Was I anxious as hell? Yes. I think I may have mentioned this on the fo- on the show before, but years and years ago, I want to say like maybe 10 years ago at this point, I was driving with an ex-boyfriend on my way to Yukon. I went to school at the University of Connecticut and we're driving up there and it started to snow and we were so close into getting into a really, really bad accident and that the car did a 180 on the highway. And for a moment we were driving backward. And ever since then, I've just been super scarred on driving in inclement weather. And so last night, I don't know what i mean i know what came over me so to speak what came over me was the fact that i knew that i couldn't do anything in this moment to change my circumstance and so what we did was we evaluated our options and we proceeded with caution in the best way that felt right uh in the moment and so rather than you know freaking out or crying or losing my shit or like getting angry about the circumstance. It was just like, okay, well, this is how it is now. And uh, that doesn't mean that it was any less scary or that I didn't have anxiety. It was just more so that I had the opportunity in that moment to react in a way that was productive and use the tools that I have started to harness in my mindfulness practice to get through that situation. Uh, I've talked about on the show, I'm not the best at meditating. I'm actually really excited because I just was gifted uh, the core meditation trainer. I know that Hyperice just acquired them. Uh, this isn't sponsored in any way. They're not a sponsor on the show, but I'm really excited to start trying this out. I'll link to it in the show notes if you want to give it a look-see as well. But I, I don't have a regular meditation practice, but I do have a pretty solid mindfulness practice and that whether it's on my run or something that uh, Victoria Albina said when she was on the show was you can find holes and pockets for mindfulness in your everyday routine where you may not think that they could be. So for example, when she was on the show, she talked about paying attention to putting your jewelry on and feeling the weight of your ring as it slides onto your finger. And perhaps the same when you put a necklace around your neck and then the same as you put on a bracelet on your right wrist, like being very intentional and mindful about how that feels and being very present in that moment. And so if you're like someone that like me at times, I've said like, Oh, I'm no good at meditating. Like it doesn't need to be a full on 20 minutes to sit cross-legged on a pillow to make a major difference in your day-to-day. And I would say, again, that this mindfulness practice, whether it's intentionally putting on my jewelry or taking some time for myself on my run just to close my eyes and be so present in the world around me and take a deep breath and feel gratitude and and capable, <laughs> it's uh, it's really paid off for me. So That was my, uh, that was my Wednesday night. Really grateful that I'm safe. And I hope that if you're listening to this and you're in the area that you are safe, that your homes are okay, that your families are safe as well. Uh, and, uh, my thoughts and, and prayers really are not just in the area where I am, but of course down, especially in the new Orleans area. I donated to an organization that a girlfriend of mine shared the other day. It's called World Central Kitchen. World Central Kitchens in New Orleans, right after the storm passed, they began preparing hot, fresh meals along with sandwiches and fruit for first responders and families that were impacted. So again, I donated to them earlier this week. I'm going to put their information in the show notes in case you want to donate and help the relief effort as well. And now my prompt for you this week, what is one way that you can be more mindful in your day-to-day routine? Again, what is one way you can be more mindful in your day-to-day routine? And now a listener question. Hi, Emily, it's Christina, originally from New York, but now living in Denver. Wanted to know how you wash your workout clothes and what you can do to get the stink out. Thanks so much, bye. You know, I get this question all the time and I, I mean, I sweat a ton and yes, my sweat (laughs) smells cute. I know, but I just use regular Tide to wash my workout clothes. I've, I've been pitched like special sport detergents before. I also have a practice that right after I'm done working out, especially when the clothes are drenched, I will then uh, lay them or hang them so that they can kind of dry off before putting them into a laundry bin. And I pretty regularly do my laundry. Like I'm, I would safely say that I do laundry at least once a week. Granted, of course, it was not that way when I didn't have a washer dryer in my home. Uh, What I will say is that the sooner I find you wash your clothes after you're done working out in them, the better chance you will have of not having them smell long term. I've also heard some other tricks like throw in a little bit of vinegar, add some baking soda to your laundry load. Also, perhaps it can help to wash your clothes inside out. And another tip that I heard was skipping fabric softener somehow can also help with this whole thing. If you have more tips and tricks, feel free to shoot the Hurdle Instagram a DM over at Hurdle Podcast. Of course, you know, I'm also over at Emily Abadi. I want to say again, thanks so much, Hurdlers, for such an unbelievable season. We heard from so many amazing guests and experts, and I keep coming back season after season because of you, because of the opportunity to help just one person somewhere. So it would mean the world to me. And I know I call this out pretty regularly, but season six coming to a close. Season seven, I'm coming in hot in a really big way with giveaways and just some really exciting stuff that I'm not ready to share just yet. So just continue to support the show and support me and share the episodes and rate it in the Apple podcast store, wherever you get your podcasts and, you know, take part with the sponsors, like all of it, it all matters and you matter. So thank you really from the bottom of my heart. Uh, that's it for now. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time.